Hello guys again. Um, super happy to be here with uh, my friend and uh, partner Anton Minenko, uh, Brazilian black belt, world only Australian to be on a male division black belt to be a world medalist uh, in gi. Uh, I'm a fourth degree black belt, one of the pioneers of Brazilian jiu-jitsu in Australia. Uh, and I'm here today with a really good friend of mine, uh, teammate back in Brazil, uh, Matheus Carmona Pequeno de Barros. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the full name, eh? am I right? Yes. Nice one. I think I remember because I had to book a lot of flights for us, eh? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Cool. And tickets. Tickets. Airplane tickets. Yeah. Airplane tickets everywhere. Uh, recommendation sure letters to the, the, the Australian consulate. And the list goes on and on, huh? So, Matthias, we normally... Sorry, Matthias, we normally start with, a, uh, like, a pretty um, basic question. We ask you to introduce yourself and talk about how you were introduced to martial arts. Like Eduardo, when he started, was with judo. A lot of the guys started with judo before they transitioned to um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Can you talk a little bit about your childhood and then starting martial arts? Yes, for sure. My name is Matheus Carmona. Uh, I was born in Brasilia, the capital of Brazil. And I started judo when I was six years old. And then when I was 11... Uh, I start jiu-jitsu as well, then judo helped me a lot with jiu-jitsu, and then I came, I moved to Rio, uh, just after I start jiu-jitsu. Then I went straight to Axi, Axi BJJ, yeah. and I just keep training jiu-jitsu and keep training a little bit judo as well because I was. Uh, training for school, competing for school. And when I finish school, just just keep training jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu, start to compete and start teaching. So yeah, that was what, what I basically did more, just jiu-jitsu at Axi, teaching and training and what I do every day until now. Do you remember, Matheus, uh, what made you start in jiu-jitsu back on the day? Yeah, because jiu-jitsu started to be famous when I was a teenager. And then the UFC started to be bigger. I see the, the BJJ fighters uh, all the time uh, winning big events like MMA, uh, it's, it was called Vale Tudo. The MMA was called Vale Tudo. Which is the translation, everything goes. Yeah, everything allowed. Everything like allows, yeah. Yeah, and then I say, man, Jiu-Jitsu is best martial art for fighting. Uh, that's how Jiu-Jitsu became so big as well. And... and Sorry, sorry, I interrupt you. Sorry. And then just just uh, fall in love with jiu-jitsu and and decided to to train more and be good at it. And I had my gym just close to my house, so just keep training with good good gym. 
Mateus, when you started judo, is there a reason your parents or you decided that you wanted to do jiu-jitsu? Uh, sorry, judo. I mean, did you start at a school, at a club, and was it your parents that pushed you to go or you wanted to train yourself when you started judo? I started judo uh, in the club where I do, where I used to do the swimming and football, soccer. And then my mom said, uh, it's good, some discipline for you and learn to defend yourself as well. Yeah. So me and my brother, <laughs> we, she put us in, in judo and uh, it was very good for us. We, we, we grow up fighting judo and jiu-jitsu as well after. And, and competing as well? Did you compete judo as well when you were younger? Yeah, I compete my whole life, judo and jiu-jitsu. Uh, when I was a teenager, compete judo and jiu-jitsu uh, all the time, like almost every month. That also, I think it's very important. When you compete, you improve a lot, yeah. right? And in your game, Matheus, your brother as well, um, Beto's uh, game, boy, you can clearly see when you guys compete in jiu-jitsu, you can clearly see like awesome judo takedowns that you guys have, you know, techniques. Uh, they're amazing. That uh, it just shows how important it is to have a good stand-up for jiu-jitsu, you know, because you're already scoring two points. You're already getting to a movement that you, the next movement you're already familiar with. You know the takedown you're going to do. Or you have one or two that are very... Um, solid in your game, right? What's the importance you think is judo for jiu-jitsu uh, in a competition uh, scenario? Yeah, for sure. It's very good uh, when you have judo and you go compete jiu-jitsu because not only the takedowns you learn in judo, but also the base. You got a good base. You know, if you train with a, a good judo player, you see it's hard to sweep him, to take down him. You know, mm -hmm. and yeah, you learn some good movements you 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 use in jiu-jitsu as well. The grips as well would be another thing, in my opinion, that would be like judo guys normally have like amazing grips, eh? Yeah. People nowadays train also wrestling and mm -hmm. it's also good. Sure. But you can see judo also is very good for for jiu-jitsu and for MMA as well. Yeah, uh, it's it's when you can mix martial arts. Yeah, one I think one martial art can help another martial art. Yeah, it becomes more of a complete athlete with many different skills from different um, disciplines. Yeah, exactly, and and you have more more type of uh, attacks, more ways to to you get more versatile. Yeah, more versatile with everything. Something that I would like to mention that um, a lot of people might not know, but you and your brother are both very, very skilled and you both have a very high level and um, a very high level resume of competition as well. You, you uh, have world championship medals in jiu-jitsu. I'm not sure about how, uh, how well you, you're doing on the um, judo side of competition as well, but both you and your brother have both competed at a very, very high level and done very well. Is there something you can mention about that? Because we have a lot of students that compete as well and they always ask, you know, what should I work on? 
what should I um, think about to, you know, add to my game or add to how I think about things to be a high-level athlete or competitor? Yeah, nowadays, everything is, uh, uh, when you go to high-level competitions, uh, it's very hard. But uh, if you train, now you have to train twice a day, you have to work out, you know, you do many competitions and, uh, you know, it's very hard, every time more hard. Yeah. And, but, but for sure, when you, you, you have experience in another martial arts and in another gyms, you travel, you, you train with different people, everything helps a lot in competition is that something that you did as well like when you were competing were you traveling to learn as well and and obviously when you're training at a high level there's certain things you always have to have you have to train twice a day you have to eat properly you have to do cardio you have to do strength and conditioning training but is there anything else that um aside from the basic things that everyone has to do is there some things that helped you have a little bit more of an edge against your competitors that you might do that's different to other people? Yeah, I think it's very important visiting uh, another gyms. Yeah. And so you have different partners. Uh, you train with people, do different stuff. You not you don't train every day with the same people. This is very important. I think yeah. it's very good. And also the mental, the mental uh think you know uh, like toughness resilience sorry no just trying to say like the mental uh being strong mentally you mean like being tough mentally and focused because for example nowadays i i do a lot of things in life you know i work a lot i take care of family i take care of different business so i can't focus 100 percent in in competing yeah but when i was younger i had more time just train twice a day and work out uh, eat good sleep good so it, it makes totally difference because if i in the middle of the afternoon i go work and solve some problem get some stress uh, it's not going to be the same you know it takes away from the training yeah another thing uh, I think uh, the age, when you get uh, a little bit older, you have to work more, you yeah. get, you need more time to recover. So everything gets harder and harder. Vini, my professor always said this, when you start to get older, it's going to be harder and harder to compete and be on top. <laughs> Do you know, I, I, was, I was talking to Vini the other day, and I told him, I remember training, watching him doing uh, elastic, like, you know, like right on the side of the mat, doing elastic, like strength and conditioning his legs, you know what I mean? Or, or you know, uh, uh, and knees, right? All the time, you know, while he was teaching, you know, just having very focus on making uh, that work for himself. And now I, I like, I am that kind of guy, you know what I mean? Doing something on the side or going to a Pilates or so doing something to kind of, so it's funny how your age comes, you know what I mean? Like everything that you've seen happening, it can, it's going to happen to you too, you know? Yeah, he does this exercise his, his whole life, man. Yeah. And he keeps active his whole life. Always oh, he was, training. Uh, 
everyone surfing and keep this this athletic lifestyle i think it's it's very good the most important you know yeah i agree i agree i think it's um and and a lot of people that aren't competitors that's the reason they get into jiu-jitsu as well they're not here to compete they're just here to have a a, a good healthy lifestyle and maintaining um the ability to move properly and have strong muscles and stuff is going to like you're saying slow down a little bit the aging process yeah it's very good you 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 can get older but with good mentality and uh, good mind healthy you feel your body uh, you can keep your body active and always doing exercise training jiu-jitsu and meet some nice people at the gym it's very good but also the the experience in competition was very important for us because uh, it it make you it make us uh, improve a lot like I said improve Mateus. a lot in jiu-jitsu and learn a lot Mateus, can you tell us um, what what were your main titles in jiu-jitsu in competition uh, I had uh, some some competitions in Rio like state championships uh, yeah state also brazilian competitions brazilian national competitions gi and no gi and the awards gi and no gi as well in different belts european uh european no gi uh, was was good. I, I tried to compete different competitions. Uh, it was very good. If people that are unaware, this is some of the biggest jiu-jitsu competitions on on the world. Like these are the biggest um, name competitions and the highest level guys. So this is a very very high level um, medal tally for people that are, don't understand jiu-jitsu competition that much. Um, Mateus has a very, very high level and a very, very high um, level accolades um, from some of the biggest competitions um, in the world, pretty much. With, with your brother, Eduardo will talk about as well, but your brother also had the same thing with judo. Is that correct? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Right. He was able to win some major tournaments in judo? We, yeah, we did judo. My brother competed more judo. I did some uh, state competitions in judo, and in jiu-jitsu we try to compete more the the main the main competitions uh, in the IBJJF International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. So I had good experience, like in the Brazilian national, world, and, and European competitions. Yeah, very high level and competition. Got uh, first place in, in many and some second and third place in others. Mm -hmm. In uh, all belts. Mateus, like one observation that I had I have is that you have a very um very special you're very strong. Okay, you have uh, positions where you're very stronger, like you're super accurate, like you you are you execute this position extremely well. So your 
uh, high percentage positions uh, works extremely well. And I was wondering uh, if you can give advice to people on what did you have to go through, what did you have to do to have these positions so uh, so effective into your game? Uh, I I tried to to do the same things always because it started to work. So I tried to do almost same takedowns and then just get some variations. So I think the, the secret is repeat. You know, when you repeat, of course you get better. But yeah, I, I tried to just repeat the same, same way to take down, same way to pass guard, same ways to submit. So you can see very, very high level guys. Uh, they do, they do some, they have some strong, some strong positions, some strong techniques. They yes. always repeat that. Yeah. Uh, I think repetition is, is the secret to improve and, and get strong on that technique for sure. And, and I had good professors always uh, uh, pushing me and correct trying to correct what what I do wrong, what I can do better, you know. Because you, you see nowadays, a lot of uh, people, uh, when they start Jiu-Jitsu, they want to explore and go through too many positions, right, at yeah. first. And they and they don't even, they don't practice them over and over to get good at it. They just want to go, oh, I saw this one. Okay, this one is like this. All right, what's the next cool one? And they just keep adding. And... Sometimes it's good to tell people that that's not the way, like here, that's what you're saying right now, it's not the way for you to get better in Jiu-Jitsu, to get extremely effective. Is that correct? Exactly this, what I mean. Yeah, because people see nice techniques, oh, it looks so nice, and then try to do this this week, and then another week, see another position, and then, okay, this is very nice. Looks looks beautiful. I'm gonna try this week, <laughs> you know, and and then don't don't become so good in in nothing. Yeah, they don't get good at anything. In any position. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's important to 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 know the positions, the techniques, uh, different techniques. But for real game, you have to know what what you do better. And, and, and really focus, really focus on that area. Focus more on the on the one line. <laughs> Mateus, for many people. Mateus, um, uh, you do a fantastic work. I actually, um, I've been with you before, and a lot of my students here from Gaha came. Like so, you you basically run a. a Rio BJJ camp, which is you have uh, apartments and uh, penthouse and, and and in Rio de Janeiro in the best locations and you rent them um, for jiu-jitsu people that want to practice jiu-jitsu and have the understanding of the oranges of jiu-jitsu the lifestyle the Brazilian culture into the jiu-jitsu and uh, you do this extremely well. Like I remember telling you one day, it's like, man, you're born to do this stuff. You know what I mean? Because you're super relaxed, you're chilled. Nice. You know, you never, you never stressed out. You always we contact with the nature, the jiu-jitsu. You have a that perfect lifestyle. And 
what is so that that gave you a lot of experience in um, having a lot of people from all over the world, right? And uh, what is your um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like how how many people probably went through this? Like how long you've been doing that? What kind of apartments? Where are they allocated? You know, what do you offer? What other than jujitsu you offer as well? What's the experience is all about? Okay, how how it started? Uh, I I have some some professors here. They they get a black belt from Vini, from the master of the of the team. Mm-hmm. So these black belts spread the world. Uh, we have some guys in the US. We have some guys in Europe. You are black belt. Also, you you Australia, train Australia, yeah, covered there. You are in Australia. So Austria. Yeah, we have many black belts around the world. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, I I think uh, our gym is very proud of that. So, of course, many guys come from vacation in Brazil to to visit the family and bring some students. So. The, the students uh, fall in love with the city, with Brazil, and, and want to come more times. And I was, I was uh, living alone in a big apartment. And then my friend, Felipe Mota, who lives in Norway, he... he AKA, AKA Garga. Garga. Yeah. He, he brought like 10 or 15 students for New Year's, uh, this was like uh, 10 years ago or more. And, and then he said, man, I have one, one friend here. He's a very good guy. Uh, you have uh, free rooms at your apartment. So why don't you let him live here with you? He pay rent and, and it's a, a good company, good friend. You train together, I say, yeah, why not? And then that's how it started. Uh, so another friends start to come. Uh, and then another black belts bring another students. They start to stay with me and enjoy. And then I, I go to, to the beach with, with the guys. Uh, I go to waterfall, have some dinner. So everybody likes, some guys like party. Some, some guys like to be relaxed. Uh, some guys like surfing. Uh, some guys like sightseeing. And, and that's how everything started. But just in the... Uh, uh, when, when the corona time came, mm-hmm. uh, it stopped for a little bit. But now we start again. And I have, I have one guy here just right now. He came uh, eight years ago, uh, and he, he's back here. We're having some good time again, training a lot. I remember the last time. Uh, yeah, and many guys come more than one time and enjoy. You guys have been here with me. Yeah. It was very good. Your students have been here. Well, all, all, all our students, yes, all our students love it. Um, and they all want to come back. And I remember, I never forgot that day, actually. I remember one day training 
for me, it's like going back home, you know, like and seeing everyone and the place where I start training, you know, and my master and everything else, you know, it's great. And I'm back home and, and I took my students there, which is also awesome. And we're having lunch, everyone together afterwards, and they go, man, this is exactly like Gara. I said, yeah, I did. I don't know any other way. You know what I mean? That's the only way I knew it about it, you know? So, yeah, it's, uh, man, I reckon you, you it's made for, like, it's, it's I, I, I think, Anton, you probably have this experience. Anyone that's doing jiu-jitsu, they really gain to the, the, the really enjoy, really love, start loving the lifestyle, should go to Brazil and have this experience. I think, you know, I think it's, uh, and having you as, uh, having you as to make this connection happen, you know, like that we already know each other for many years. We come from the same neighborhood and from the same team. And, you know, like they basically, it's going to be super well treated. Like Axe is a, an amazing gym uh, in terms of facilities, in terms of people. It's a family friendly uh, orientated yeah. place. You know, some people, a lot of people speak English, so you're not going to have drummers. Um, and 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 I, I wish that more people can actually go and do this trip and uh, because I think it's a wonderful uh, experience. I think it's uh, I'm only, you know, an unmissable experience in my opinion. Yeah, I'm very grateful for this because uh, I had a lot of good experience uh, with different people, different culture, uh, people from different countries. We, they bring something and take some something with them. Sure. That's good. This change is, is very good. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. Um, it, wherever you travel, wherever you go, like people can always connect through jiu-jitsu because it's, a, it's the same thing. And whether you don't speak the same language, whether you don't like the same food, whether whatever, everyone can connect really well over that point of, and the intimacy that you have when you try, like, man, you guys are killing each other on the mat and smashing each other and doing all this stuff. It just brings a deeper bond than you can make through so many different things. And like Eduardo is saying, for a lot of people, it feels exactly like their gym in Australia, in Austria, in the US, wherever, because it's the same. You're experiencing the same thing. And it's... it's Jiu-Jitsu is a, an open door. Yeah. Universal language. Come and enjoy the gym, enjoy, have good friends and, and, and everything you need, you can, you can find with people from gym. And in the Brazilian culture as well, Jiu-Jitsu, we always have that thing, um, which I actually miss, like people would come and train and then they're going to go to a bar to have dinner, you know what I mean? Or they'll go and, and, and get together with someone's house and, and they'll do something together and talk about the training, you know? And then suddenly they're on a carpet. They're guy, oh, remember this position I was trying to do on you in training? They're discussing their personal training a lot, you know what I mean? To try to improve in, in, in a group rather than just looking at magazines and talking about, you know, like they, they're trying to purposely getting better as a group, you know, which I think is very a wonderful attitude, you know? And we learn from each other all the time. When you're visiting, you learn. We yes. learn it to each other all the time. And jiu-jitsu too. Every time you go go away, we come back with a lot of uh, come away, a lot of new positions, new moves. You know, new people that you train that got push you in a different direction. Poor, mm. um, I miss going uh, to Brazil, Mateus. Like having that, having this conversation right now, just show me. You know, like. 
would be nice to get some training, you know what I mean? Uh, that would be good, man. Yeah, but everywhere you go, you visit uh, a BJJ gym, you know, uh, you probably nowadays you're going to be well received. And, and when you have Jiu-Jitsu connection, it, it helps a lot. Your trip, your life, mm. everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Something else I wanted to talk about is um, you also kind of transitioned a little bit into MMA recently. You did some MMA fights and things like that. I just wanted to ask your experience of that. Uh, have, have you trained for MMA before or you just started training as you started this MMA fight recently? It's funny because uh, all my life I, I feel ready for that, you know, for uh, not for professional, but but for a, a simple fight, for a simple real situation. Because when we start to train, uh, Jiu-Jitsu Jiu was more uh, connected with self-defense, more connected with uh, real situations. Uh, so, so I always feel ready. We we always we always train at, at our gym, like uh, thinking about real real situations as well. Not only competition, not only sport Jiu-Jitsu. But uh, our gym always tried to, to, to teach you everything about Jiu-Jitsu, everything the Graces, the Gracie family uh, tried to dev develop. But I train, of course, I train a few months for, for some, some amateur fights just to have some experience. And yeah, it was very good. It's always good for learning. Yeah, when you train, you learn. So yeah. Learn a little bit more. But it started to be very professional, uh, like sport jiu-jitsu, very professional, MMA, very professional. And we have also the BJJ lifestyle uh, that you can keep forever. True, true. Something else that we, um, Eduardo wanted to talk about is because you experience so many different people um, coming to you and visiting you in Brazil, you always have funny stories. And Eduardo talks about going there with some of his students like Tony and, you know, going and competing there in Brazil and he always wants to eat pasta or whatever and they're arguing about which restaurants they want to go. But do you have any fun experience or funny stories from all the people that come and visit you? Yeah, it's always funny well, because people don't know the reality. They think maybe some people think it's uh, it's jungle, <laughs> you know, it's all <laughs> jungle here, or or some people think it's dangerous, and it they expect something different. This is always funny, man. Uh, always, I had some, I, I had I had also some funny experience with uh, young boys, like. 18 years old, yeah, yeah. they come and go drunk, you know, that was funny. <laughs> but also I had some some lazy guys or old guys, they come for for just chill and have some some good time, relaxing on vacation, holidays. So yeah, it's it's very good because it's all always different different people. You know, and 
and everyone gets uh, really uh, satisfied with trips and coming to, to Rio. Yeah, and you, you have the ability to customize, you know, they want to party more, then you, you can show the places where they're going to party. Mm -hmm. They want to be more like a beach lifestyle and train whenever the sun's not on, then they go, they go for that. They want to have like a mixture, which is what I like to do, you know, you train once a week, maybe the sun is too nice, you know, the beach has a nice sunset, not going to go the next time, you know, you train next day, that's okay, you've done it already, you know, depends how you feel like it, you know. Yeah, people I, are different, man. Uh, and, and we have tourism for everyone. True. true. Here in Rio. So, Mateus, what people have to do to, to get in contact, you know what I mean? To, to have this experience with Rio BJJ Camp and yourself as a guide and, and uh, being showed around Rio and uh, have like this really nice accommodation, you know? I stay there, man. It's like luxury, uh, super nice, you know? Have super clean, man, aircon, you know? There was a. Uh, Man, barbecue, etc. What's the how we get in contact with you? Uh, we have uh, Instagram, or people can can just talk to the teacher, like you talk to me, yeah, and, or email. We oh. have also a website. Yes, uh, Rio BJJ Camp. RioBJJCamp.com. We can easy talk and and find a, a good. Good trip. Mm. Okay. We'll we'll put all the website and the and the Instagram and everything on the description of the video so people can access it easily if they want to watch. Okay, okay. great. Right. Yeah, we have email as yeah. well. Some people ask like to to write and talk by email and mm. WhatsApp. We use a lot WhatsApp here in Brazil, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Lots of options oh, to no, access. I think not. Hmm. Mateus, like, uh, you uh, you are also a coach of jiu-jitsu, right? For a long time. And you travel and uh, around the world, basically, uh, teaching jiu-jitsu, teaching seminars. You've been here in Australia before. Like, you've been in many countries uh, teaching jiu-jitsu, teaching seminars, uh, long seasons, uh, smaller seasons. Did you have in your mind, um, can you come up with some differences in the jiu-jitsu game as per, uh, depending the, the region you are, for example, like, you know, with the culture, like, for example, in Brazil, uh, it's a little bit more, uh, there's a little bit more movement on the hip and it's a little bit more like, a little bit more jumpy, you know what I mean? Do you have that kind of like view of jiu-jitsu? In... Yeah, I realize it. In US, for example, they have a good uh, wrestling background. Yeah. So, so they are good for takedowns. They have a good base for no give, yeah. especially. Yeah. And here in Brazil, we we try to train everything. And yeah. Not not much, not much more to to think about this. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, Eduardo had some funny stories and stuff of the um students that he went there, even with like Jason and Tony, which are some black belts, and they Jason is an instructor now and stuff like that. 
But just the difference in culture of him going there with thongs and a singlet and things like that, trying to go to restaurants and also like because um, he has a completely different look, um, there was people interested in him of the same sex and he was like surprised by that and things like that. But Eduardo always talks about how it was just such an interesting experience and um, maybe he can go into that a little bit of some of the stories of of going there and, and being in Brazil with some of the guys from Australia. Did you do you remember? Did you remember that, uh, Matheus, when we um, we parked the car in this neighborhood? That's uh, um, J J B. Uh, what is it called? Like a g- gay friendly, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You know, and uh, there's a very like a, a good strong culture of like liberalism, etc., in that area. And they start seeing Jason, you know what I mean? Like in, you know, looking like Bruce Willis with uh, <laughs> uh, red sunnies, you know what I mean? Rugby ball. So it became like a magazine for these guys that are of excitement. And they start going like this, you know, oh my God, you know what I mean? This guy's so hot. <laughs> and they're like, dude, you've been very successful here. And he's. Free. He had a piercing there. Yeah, piercing in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. You guys. The guys are going crazy for him on the street. Like, it was kind of funny to watch, you know. And then he started freaking out a little bit, you know. Do you guys have any other funny stories like this from from people visiting in Brazil? Yeah, some guys sometimes get get lost here. (laughs) So they call me. I have to... Try and find out where they are. Some people want to take a bus, you know. I want to to see how is real life here. I take a bus, maybe get lost. <laughs> uh, it it can happen. It can happen everywhere, actually. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember when I was there, when I was stayed with you, Matthias, and there was a guy from Norway there, the, um, a smaller guy. He went and competed. I went there to compete for the um, Rio Grand Slam, and he was competing as well. Yeah. And I remember he went to some other suburb somewhere and he was trying to go and train at some gym and he the guy the, the gym wasn't open and he got stranded in this um place i think it was called gumboa or something like that and he's kept talking about gumboa all the time in the town yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he just yeah. kept talking about it and he said he hated the area he was so angry and it was just funny funny time to but but it was also nice when anton arrived here like 20 hours flight no, I'm ready. Just go train. Let's go train. Yeah. And then arrive in the gym, just put a lot of weights and squat, squat, to do a lot of a lot of exercise. <laughs> go train with everyone. I think feel it felt as exhausted afterwards. Yeah, but man, that's what I do all the time. That's what everyone has to do. You want to be a competitor, you have to live like that. That's the lifestyle. But many people are like this. They arrive very excited. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize they they are tired mm-hmm. and just do everything and then after uh just <laughs> two three rest. days off they have to rest. Feel the jet lag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Also no, I remember Sorry, some guys did. some guys uh uh find girlfriends <laughs> here <laughs> and leave me. Good my Matheus. I have to to go to another place. I'm gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> they got, they're moving to Brazil. Also, another time, some girls knock the door. Hey, where is, where is this guy? <laughs> 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 I'm looking for this guy. 
this American guy, this European, Australian guy, where is him? <laughs> a lot of good memories. Having too much fun in Brazil, huh? Yeah. You can have, you can have a lot of fun. I remember one really funny one as well. We um, we met Vinny uh, on a, in a restaurant, and I was with Jason. And Jason have a very um, crocodile Dundee accent, and um, and uh, Vinny is an airplane, you know, international uh, airplane wow. pilot. So he speaks English, right? And literally, he was talking to Jason, and he suddenly turned to me and looked at me and said, "Is he speaking English?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like in front of each other, like in 30 centimeters distance. I'm like, yeah. He said, no, he's not, man. Like, seriously, tell him to speak English. Like I said, man, this is it, man. This is, this is his style. So I said, man, speak a little bit slower. You know what I mean? Open your mouth a little bit more. You know what I mean? Breathe in between. He's Australian, man. The only thing he speaks is English. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a different version of the English. Yeah, it can be very hard to understand yeah, yeah. for us here. I remember a very funny story as well. Like, because when you when I got there, you're like, man, I'll I'll show you these guys around. I'll stay with I stayed at my mom's just because she gets happy, you know. And uh, I I showed the guys around for a while, you know. And and I was like, okay, guys, this is where the beach is. This is at the gym, and I, you know, we sign up them for the gym and everything. Organized everything. And then when we actually went to cross, as we walk into do this organization, like as we cross the street, you know, Australia cars come in a different direction. So they look to the other side. Then I put my hand in my head. I said, oh, shit, this is going to be fucked. They can't <laughs> even cross the streets, mate. You know, this is grown up man. They can't even cross the street. There's a few streets to get there. This is going to be a hard time. But I remember one day, these guys are like a Saturday, you know, and like everyone goes to the beach in Brazil. It's, a very, it's very close to the beach and the beach is beautiful, etc. And I said, guys, I'll meet you guys at the beach. You got, I already show you where it is the beach, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go a little bit later. Can't remember what I was doing then. But then they went and I said, and then they got, they got uh, Jason got uh, hungry. He needs to eat some food. And I said, uh, Mike, just, you know, like you can buy a little bit of snacks at the beach, you know, but Nothing too much, you know what I mean? Because, you know, these things can be, you know, you never know the quality, you know what I mean? This is just like the, uh, you know, like the, you buy snacks, but not the whole meal. So I arrive at the beach and I'm looking for him. When I look back, he's coming from this little kiosk with a, like a five kilo fish on a tray. <laughs> like, he bought God knows from where. I'm like, holy shit, might he gonna eat that? You know, buy anything. He was fine. It was healthy. Uh, it's good to advise and also because uh, because of the sun, for example, as well. The sun in the summer is very strong and some people just want to lay on the beach like yeah. normal for the whole day. They get really red, shrimp, burn, sunburn. I don't know how serious the, the heat is in the sun. There's a lot of beautiful girls at the beach in Rio. Let's let's also add that, Mateo. So it's really hard for a, a, a guy that never seen this before go, oh, I'm gonna go, you know what I mean? Like on a holiday, he's going, man, I'll stay here. There's no problem, you know, yeah, but sunscreen is very important, I guess, yes. And it's something you forget if he doesn't think about it, eh? For sure. 
Mateus, have you got any other things that are coming up? Are you going to do any other competitions or MMA fights or anything like that in the future for you? Uh, nowadays, I think I, I'm a bit busy for mm. for focus on competition. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe next year I'll try. You're going to try again? Awesome. And what about seminars? Yeah. Do you have any other seminars or are you going to be traveling anywhere or anything like that? Not for now. I'm just... We are just uh, teaching a lot at the new gym. Yep. We have a, a contract with a big gym called Body Tech. So we are teaching for a huge gym here in Rio. And we have a lot of students. We have many classes every day. So I focus on teaching and and have some apartments to take care and rent. Uh, also, I do some lawyer business. You know, I'm always stu- I'm always studying law. Yeah. And yeah, busy. I, I, I think I have. I'm busy most of time. But anyway, when you want to have a relaxed uh, holiday, you want to come to Bali. We're not far away. Might I'll write your name again. We get the ticket. We get it. We sorted out something. You know what I mean? Then uh, yeah, sure. you can come here and train a little bit, man, and then teach a little few classes make and some, seminars. Make some force. Make some force. <laughs> and then go have your Banksu soup in uh, in Bali. Indonesia. Banksu soup. Yeah, many. I like to enjoy different food. Yeah, the, the traditional food. The place where I go, that's very good. Well, Bali has a lot of different food as well eh, to try. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I hope soon we can do again one more trip. For sure, man. For sure. Bali. For sure. And Australia. Mm. And Norway. And the US. And Germany. Everywhere. Where everybody is. I like to, I like to travel and visit different places. Meet friends at BJJ Gyms. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Hey, uh, Mateus, uh, we're going to put the link in the description, you know what I mean? If people want to get in contact and have the, the Brazilian experience with uh, a solid uh, guide. Man, your guide is a lawyer, a black belt, a world champion uh, medalist, you know what I mean? Like a world champion, actually. Mm. And uh, man, what else you want, you know what I mean? Have like great uh, facilities, man. What else you want? Come on, guys. Make it happen. Uh, man, it was a, always a pleasure, man. You know, like uh, we know each other for a long time, and we kind of miss you. Hopefully, we'll see you soon. Um, and glad to to hear that everything is working out well, uh, and you start having more people to stay over again, and you you try to achieve your goals. All the best, brother, as always. And uh, looking forward to see you soon. I guess thanks for the time to be with us. Uh, send hi to our master, Vinny. And uh, I hope to see you soon, mate. Thank you very much. Appreciate. Hope to see you guys soon. And hope Gaha still grow up and improve with great professors. Too easy. Yeah, always getting better. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much yeah, for, for sure. giving the opportunity to have this conversation and talk about everything. Thank, Thank you. you. Let's keep connected. Yeah. Thank you. Us, us. Valeu, brother. Send a hug to Juninho. Olha, moleque. Cheers, brother. Take care.